And so we begin the holiest week of the liturgical year. So we begin that sacred time where we focus so deeply on the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ that it should remind us of how much God loves us. But indeed, my brothers and sisters, we must use this passion narrative that we speak of this day, that we fully participated in in just a few moments ago. And we'll read yet again and live out yet again on Good Friday. We must use it to help us understand where we're at in our spiritual journey. You see, the beautiful thing of Scripture is that it's a living Word of God. And the amazing thing of our sacred liturgy is that it's not just merely going through the actions. That when we read the passion narrative of our Lord Jesus Christ, if we stand here like indifferent people, like frogs on a log, and don't even care what's really going on, and just say the responses, we're not entering into the full reality of liturgical action. By the power of God's grace, we are made present at the very passion of our Lord Jesus Christ. We should be affected by the words that we say because they should not be empty words. For every single one of us has accused Christ of false teaching by our sins. Every single one of us has called out, crucify him at one moment in our life or another. And so I encourage you this week, the holiest of weeks of our year, to pray with the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ. And ask our Lord, which one of the people you are? Because every single one of us is represented there. I'll simply give you a short reflection to help you enter into it. Perhaps you're one of the Jewish people who welcomed our Lord Jesus Christ like a friend when times are easy, but the moment he challenges you, we yell out, crucify him, get him out of my life. Did Lent go well until it got hard? Sometimes we're more than happy to do what we can for our Lord, but the moment it hurts, we want him to leave. Are we indifferent to his love and mercy, which causes us to change our lives? Maybe we find ourselves amongst the disciples. We see that indeed it's important that Jesus Christ lives and that he has the words of eternal life. But when things get hard, we scatter. We only follow him at a distance. Maybe like Peter, we deny him because it's hard and we're afraid that others might judge us. Maybe we're like Pilate. We know the truth. We know it's what's real. We, he declared Jesus Christ innocent three times. Three times he said, this man is innocent. I have no charge for him. But those words in Scripture which are so damning, but the voices of the people prevailed. Do we follow the world because it's louder than Christ? Do we listen to the talking heads more than our Lord Jesus Christ? Do we follow what the news tells us more than what the church tells us? Do we follow the crowd or do we follow the cross? Are we Pilate or not? Maybe we find ourselves more fully with the Pharisees. With them we see the great evil of hatred and gossip. They rashly judged our Lord. They gossiped and spread rumors about him, stirred up the people so that they would yell out, crucify him. We see the full reality of the sin of gossip with the Pharisees. It's powerful enough to crucify God himself. Do we struggle with rash judgment, with gossip, with rumor mongering? Because if we do, we are one of the Pharisees. Perhaps we more fully account ourselves with the two thieves. 
Both of them represent a response in the midst of suffering. Are two responses possible in suffering as one is to rebuke God and blame Him and tell Him to save Himself and us or else? And the other response is to say, yes, I am a sinner and I deserve what I get justly. But my Lord Jesus Christ, let me enter into your kingdom with you. How do we respond in the midst of our own sufferings? Which thief are we, the one on the right or the one on the left? Do we complain without hope or do we recognize the justice of God and love his mercy? How do we respond in the midst of suffering? You see, my brothers and sisters, I've only given you a few examples. There's so many different people in Scripture that we can identify ourselves with in this passion narrative during this holiest of weeks. I highly encourage you between now and Good Friday, before we read the passion narrative yet again, before we live it out again in the sacred liturgy, pray with it. Come on that day to the sacred liturgy and know which part you play. But whatever it is, whatever the faults of that group of people are, remember that he still died for all of them just like he dies for you this day. With all of your faults and your weaknesses, whatever part you played in his crucifixion, he still loves us. He still loves you. So my brothers and sisters, please do not remain indifferent to his passion and his death and his resurrection. Do not let this be just a yet another triduum that passes us by. And yes, it was fun and good and it was gl- I'm glad I was there. My hope is that you are transformed for the rest of your life and for the rest of eternity. Enter into the sacred liturgy, my brothers and sisters, and you will never go away hungry or thirsty. Come to the fountain that never ends, and you will know eternal life even now. My brothers and sisters, the divine mysteries of your salvation are placed before you. Will you fully participate in them this day and this entire week?